Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It is Monday, January 23rd, 2023. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got a scoop on Kevin McCarthy eyeing a trip to Taiwan. Number two, the showdown over committee assignments has officially begun. And number three, what we are watching this week as the Senate and House are back in session. All right, Jake, let's get Congress to it. is we- back. Woohoo! It is a big it's a big moment for all of us here at Punchbowl News. Always good when they are here in town. Uh, but we are leading this morning's Punchbowl News AM with some news. The Pentagon is in the early stages of planning for Speaker Kevin McCarthy to travel abroad, including an expected visit to Taiwan later this year, according to an official directly involved in those talks. This is, of course, uh, a really uh, important trip should he uh, decide to take it just in terms of the relationship with the U.S. and China, uh, of course, echoes back. And we can talk about this to when then Speaker Nancy Pelosi made that decision to travel uh, there last year, ramping up a, a really uh, a big effort by China you know, and military drills, all kinds of things uh, in, cur- in terms of the geopolitical landscape. Yeah, this is uh, so this is interesting. Um, as we all remember, Speaker Nancy Pelosi, um, former speaker, then Speaker Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan um, to much fanfare. It was the most tracked flight <laughs> of the day um, uh, when it, when Pelosi went. Obviously, the tensions between the U.S. and China are um are at a high. Let's let's put it that way. Um, and uh, um, the Pentagon is beginning p- to prepare for a trip. Now, let me let's be clear here. McCarthy is not. Uh, we spent all day yesterday, kind of going back and forth with sources over this. McCarthy is not officially kind of planning a a trip to Taiwan, although he uh, he's widely expected to take one. I mean, when he when Nancy Pelosi went to Taiwan. Um, McCarthy kind of cheered the effort and he and he was, um, uh, you know, he was very laudatory. One of the only things he was laudatory about with Nancy Pelosi was when she went to Taiwan. Um, So he said, I'd love to do it as speaker uh, when Pelosi went. So, listen, this is a complicated trip to make. And by the way, McCarthy's expected to make other trips, too. Um, He's not only going to go to Taiwan, I imagine. Uh, he, McCarthy and, and House, uh, well, now Congressman Steny Hoyer, but then House Majority Leader Steny Hoyer, have uh, led a trip to Israel for a bunch of years. I don't think they did it last year, but they have led a trip to Israel for newly elected members of Congress for a bunch of years. So uh, it's not that he's only going to go to Taiwan, but it's an interesting um, look inside kind of the sensitivities um, between, uh, well, obviously between the U.S. and China. But the um, uh, just the the Herculean effort it takes to to put on a trip like this, both diplomatically, logistically, and otherwise. Also, just a different posture by the Biden administration, right? When Pelosi was planning this uh, visit to Taiwan last year, they were initially opposed, uh, citing this as potential escalation of tension with China. But you'd see now the the Pentagon isn't, you know, in the U.S. Uh, kind of officials aren't trying to tell McCarthy not to do it. I think that would probably fall on deaf ears anyway, but just an interesting kind of maybe lessons learned from trying to put that pressure on Pelosi and how it, it didn't work. That 
that time around wouldn't probably work this time around. Uh, the Pentagon and McCarthy's office declining to comment uh, on this report, but going to be interesting to see how this plays out going forward. Let's move on to the number two story of the morning. Uh, Jake, this is a continuation of some reporting that we have been doing over the past several weeks uh, over the jockeying of who is going to be on some of these uh, important House committee panels. House Minority Leader Hakeem Jeffries formally named representatives Adam Schiff, the Democrat from California, and Eric Swalwell, the Democrat from California, to the Intelligence Committee, setting up a clash with Speaker Kevin McCarthy over the future of the panel. We have that letter exclusively. Uh, also, Representative Ilhan Omar, the Democrat from Minnesota, will be named to the House Foreign Affairs Committee uh, by Democrats as early as this week, according to multiple Democratic sources. Uh, of course, this is going to be be a huge clash for uh, Republicans and Democrats uh, coming off of kind of promises by McCarthy to say that these three were not going to be on those panels. Well, let's take this in two buckets. Number one, the Intelligence Committee is a, a um, speaker-appointed committee. Uh, Hakeem Jeffries, the minority leader, names members uh, with consultation from the speaker. But the speaker never says no to these things. Um, so let's just be clear about that. This is this would be a break, as Jeffrey's notes in his letter that we have. Um, it would be a break that uh, a break in tradition. Um, but McCarthy's been clear he would not let Swalwell and Schiff on on these pan on the Intelligence Committee, period. Now, um, I, you know, it. So let's just end that bucket right there. The next bucket is the Foreign Affairs Committee. Um, foreign Affairs, if if Jeffries names somebody, the House would have to take a vote to um, to boot Omar, Ilhan Omar of Minnesota, off that committee. I, that, I mean, I don't know how moderates would react to that, um, but it would be it would be subject to a vote. Um, and well, that will be a showdown. That vote won't come this week. It could come next week. Um, but McCarthy is wants these fights. He does. Um, he's said this now for months. He said it even on the campaign trail, I believe. He said it, I mean, he, he this is no surprise. Not saying it's right or wrong. Uh, it's just he has said this for months. So um, we anticipate that that vote will happen and that he will stop Swalwell and Schiff from being on that committee. That doesn't mean they can't be on other committees, as McCarthy told me, um, whatever, I think it was a couple months ago or or whatever. Um, he said that to me at some point in the past. But um, this is going to be a showdown. And and quite frankly, it will be it will be an interesting vote on the Omar issue because uh with a you know, with a 222 seat majority, if there is full attendance, which there probably won't be, Greg Stubbe of Florida. Um, who fell off a ladder um, at his house, who, by the way, thank God, is okay and um, is is recovering at home. We have a story in this morning that indicates that. Um, he probably, I would imagine, I don't know what his timeline for return is, but if, they ha if they're down a member, they can't, th th you know, that makes a vote more difficult. So um, we'll have to see how that works out, but this is something that McCarthy has been clear on, and we'll have to see we'll have to see how the how the vote comes down on the floor. But Swalwell and Schiff are gone from Intel, I would imagine, and I just can't see any way of reversing that at this point. 
All right, let's move on to the number three story of the morning. As you indicated very excitedly, Congress is back. Yes, ma'am. Biden is getting a new chief of staff. So we are here uh, this week. A lot is happening, of course, where the, as the real work of the 118th Congress is set to begin. The Senate is going to vote tonight. The House is in tomorrow. Um, but let's just take a step back here because we focus, obviously, a lot on what's happen- happening under the, the dome, the drama there. But we also fo- focus a lot on the relationship between the Hill and the White House. And uh, Ron Klain is out as White House Chief of Staff. And in is Jeff Zients. Yes, Jeff Zients, who is let's let's just um, uh, talk about one thing first. Jeff Zients is a co-owner of Call Your Mother, the um, the bagel the bagelry, uh, the Washington-based bagelry? bagelry. Is that is that a thing? Well, I'm making it a thing. Um, okay, and it's a very uh, it's a very hip bagelry, which we are going to get in Upper Northwest Washington. And I don't know since you you are no Unless longer it's in Upper Northwest Washington. Is it really hip? You're. <laughs> You're no longer an Upper Northwest Washington resident, but exactly. But it is taking over um, where Little Red Fox was. Um, a very good. I, I I don't know if you were a frequenter. I was a frequenter of Little yes, Red Fox. Yes, very good. I yes. A very good sandwich uh, kind of breakfast lunch spot. So we will see how the vibe fits in. Uh, I guess that would be Chevy Chase, uh, D.C., or the border of Chevy Chase. Van Ness. It's in Van Ness. Let's not. Van let's Ness. Not okay, go crazy fine. So there. let's let's set. So we're we're, we're appreciative of Jeff Zeid's efforts in the bagel front. We'll have to see how he goes on the legislative front. You know, I was when when this news broke yesterday, uh, Sunday that would be. I was uh, I was texting with a a former um, Hill Republican who made the point that Zeins was actually involved in the debt ceiling in 11 and 12 and in that era as the um he was at OMB and he's had he had various roles in the Obama administration and the Biden administration um and this republican said he's pretty good in the sense that he understands the what this person said is the kabuki dance of legislating um but a few things that are interesting to me this does kind of um illustrate i mean listen ron Klain, who's stepping down as chief of staff i democrats are very happy with him and what he did in the last two years um there's been a lot of kind of back and forth whatever but you know listen biden had a pretty successful legislative term the first two years of of his administration whether that worked out for him or not or works out for him in the long run is is up for debate that said it is a um it's a you know, he had a, a pretty successful term. Now, Zeitz will have a, a will have a different set of a different set of challenges, including whether he will be able to uh, manage the investigations from Capitol Hill and and all that other stuff. Um, but uh, new chiefs of staff are normal at this point in the administration, I would say. And uh, let's let's see how Zeitz does. All right, certainly going to be interesting. Other kind of quick things to that we are watching that are that are going to be interesting to see here uh, over the next few days. Kevin McCarthy is going to have to name five new members, Jake, to the House Rules Committee, including some hardliners from the House Freedom Caucus. Of course, the makeup of rules was a major flashpoint between McCarthy and conservatives in his bid for Speaker. Um, so, going to be very interesting to see that uh, who actually ends up on that panel. Um, you know, and then obviously you're going to have um, a lot of focus on these documents and the continued 
kind of growing uh, problems that the Biden administration is having and, and scandal over um, the continuation and, and uh, finding of these these kind of these documents that should not be in his possession. Um, and, and this is going to be, a, to your point, Zients is probably one of his biggest headaches to begin with, right? It seems to me almost, you know, every kind of couple of days, there's another un- un- unveiling of, of more information and more documents that uh, the Biden administration has had a really tough time getting a handle on. Yeah, yeah. Um- a very tricky, a very tricky uh, situation for the Biden administration. And um, on the document issue, I mean, the, the well, this is a little bit off off um, uh, topic, but we'll see how the how the Justice Department um, uh, handles that and whether they can in, in, whether they could take action against Trump or um, or not. Um, we don't need to get into the differences here uh, because um it's not a big part of our edition this morning, but um, certainly interesting to say, to say the least. All right. With that, thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Sign up for our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.